today to keep families together with this zero tolerance policy. Uh, we'll talk about that, but we start tonight with some exclusive Valley News Live polling data. We've been bringing you this exclusive data all week long about polling, but I want to show you tonight. This is important because I want to share with you what's most important to you, the voter, as of right now in 2018 for these upcoming elections. These are the issues that you told us that, hey, these are the things that matter most to me. These are some of the top ones, at least. The first one, of course, we always talk about it. It's the economy. Economy and jobs came in at 21%. Healthcare, 19%. We've talked a lot about it on this show where farmers are saying, look, my number one concern right now is no longer the weather. It's healthcare. I will remind you, Senator Heidi Heitkamp voted to keep to keep Obamacare in place, and that's why you see healthcare become such an issue right now for our state. Soon, President Trump's going to be releasing his plan so that healthcare can be done through associations that will lower the cost for you. Again, another win for President Trump. Clearly, the tax cuts making a big impact here in North Dakota. Number three, and we're going to get into this tonight. Number three is immigration and border security. I'll remind you as well, Senator Heidi Heitkamp voted to fund sanctuary cities, these cities that break federal law, that protect the legal immigrants. She said, yes, I want to continue to fund them. You've heard Senator Heitkamp talk a lot about trade policy and the tariffs and the impact they could have on our farmers here in the great state of North Dakota. Interestingly, this is where it came in. It came in at number seven on our list. Six percent of you said that is the most important issue. So. Uh, I thought that was a great way to create some context we're going to get into now with this whole idea of President Trump signing the executive order earlier today about keeping families together. I'm going to lay out the idea of President Trump signing the executive order earlier today about keeping families together. I'm going to lay out for you what I believe is happening right now. If you watch the big picture, President Trump right now is playing 4D, maybe 5D chess with the Democrats and the, the mainstream media that is talking about keeping these families together. I'm going to break down what I mean specifically. I want to start with this headline first. There was a headline earlier today talking about President Trump being boxed in, won't back down on family separation. Clearly he has, quote unquote, backed in. But I will say this, and President Trump always does the boomerang. He always flips the script. They're saying he's boxed in, boxed in. I'm going to show you in a moment why, why and how <laughs> and I think you're going to chuckle as I lay this out for you. Why and how President Trump has now boxed in the Democrats. I want to start, though, first with uh, crying Chuck, as President Trump calls him. Chuck Schumer, the Senate Minority Leader, has come out and said, he says, look, I don't want to legislate this deal. So the Senate Minority Leader is saying, no, I do not want any legislative solution to this separating family scenario. When have you ever, when have you ever heard of a legislator giving up his power to the executive branch saying, no, I don't want that? That never happens. That should tell you right there, this is all political games. They're using these kids as political pawns. And I'm going to show you what I mean specifically here in a moment. But also, Chuck Schumer on the Senate floor said, you know what, I don't want to do a legislative deal because President Trump... He can just do this. With a simple flick of the pen, a simple flick of the pen, the president can end this policy. If the president wants to borrow my pen, he can have it. But he can do it quickly and easily if he wants to. It's on his back. The administration must end this gratuitous, cruel, and counterproductive policy that has brought such pain to innocent children and so much shame on this nation. 
Do you remember when Crying Chuck had those crocodile tears a while back? I'm surprised he didn't go there right there in the floor speech. Here's the reality. You got to ask yourself, can President Trump, is he really able to keep families together with just, as Crying Chuck would say, with the flick of a pen? I'm going to explain to you in a moment why that may not be factually true. But here's the thing. This thing really isn't about keeping families together in the first place. This is about, I know for some of you, this might be like, oh my gosh, what are you talking about? But I will lay this out for you plain as day. This is about more Democrat voters. And it's very easy when you look at this from the big picture to see where I'm going here. You see, the old Obama strategy with this situation was not a zero tolerance policy. This was the catch and release policy. And here's how this works. You come to our border, you cross it illegally, you've got a kid or several kids with you. This is how this thing goes down. Border Patrol, Border Patrol would say to you, hey, excuse me, sir or ma'am, you're here illegally but we're not going to detain you. That's not our policy right now. You're free to go. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to notify you uh, with a court date that will come up when you're going to have a hearing. Now, that could be six months from now, could be a year from now. So until we notify you about this court date, you're free to roam around our country, and we'll just cross our fingers and hope that you're going to show up for the court date. You've got the borders being flooded, people going free, assuming that they're going to show up for their court date hearing uh, about them crossing the border illegally. Let me ask you a quick question. What percentage? Now, you cross the border illegally, and a Border Patrol agent says, hey, we're going to send you uh, your court date, so you just need to show up at court when you get that information. What percentage of these people do you think actually show up for their court hearing? Remember, we're always told, hey, these illegal immigrants, they're only coming here for a better life. They're really good people, and many of them are. But I think if you if you have that context, you're going to assume that maybe 50 percent of them are going to show up for their court date. Maybe it's 30 percent. Some new data coming out from the Department of Homeland Security of all the people that cross our borders or did illegally that went through the catch and release program with Barack Obama that were then sent court dates to show up for their hearing again, six, maybe sometime 12 months later, only three percent of those people would actually show up at those court hearings. Three percent. That means that 97 percent never showed up at the court hearings. Thus, they were free to roam about our American states and borders as free as they wanted to. And here's how this poll game plan works. Because think about what we're hearing now with the DACA kids and the other 11 to 13 million illegal immigrants that are here now. They're good people. They're filling jobs. They should be here. They've been here now for a long time. They're not committing any crimes. What's the next step after that? We, we need to make them citizens. They deserve amnesty. They've been here now for a long time. That's the game plan. I want you to understand, this is not about keeping families together for the Democrats. This is about no prosecution so they can utilize the catch and release program. That way, eventually, they're going to say, hey, these people need to become citizens. Now they've got a bigger, stronger voting block, which at the end of the day gives Democrats more power. I know it can sound crass to some of you, but if you understand their game plan, that is exactly what's happening. I'm going to tell you how President Trump now has boxed these people in, and we'll see if we're actually going to have judges that abide by the law or not. And that's where this thing is going to get very, very interesting. Here's President Trump earlier today uh, talking about signing this presidential executive order to stop separating families, to keep families together. We're signing an executive order. I consider it to be a very important executive order. It's about keeping families together, while at the same time being sure that we have a very powerful, very strong border, and border security will be equal, if not greater, than previously. So we're going to have strong, very strong borders, but we're going to keep the families together. I didn't like the sight or the feeling of families being separated. 
Remember, none of us like that visual of seeing these families get separate from the kids. We've heard the audio of the little kids, you know, screaming, Papa, Papa, Mama, Mama. I mean, nobody wants to see that. Though President Trump does the compassionate thing, signs the executive order, says, hey, we want to keep these families together. Essentially what this means is that they're going to have the family still detained, still a zero tolerance policy, but they're now going to be detained in this detention center uh, indefinitely, but with their kids. This is where now the Democrats and the judges are being boxed in. But before we get to that, I want to share with you, just so you can see it, Chuck Schumer said, hey, all President Trump needs to do is with a flick of a pen, excuse me, change this. Here's President Trump actually signing the executive order. You're going to have a lot of happy people. Yeah. So you can see him there uh, signing this EO, the Keeping Families Together Executive Order. All right, now let me show you and explain to you the four to five D chess that President Trump is playing right now with this whole situation. Uh, within this executive order, I'm going to share with you an excerpt from it to, to break this down. It says the Attorney General shall promptly file a request with the U.S. District Court for the Central District of California to modify the settlement agreement and the Flory Sessions Agreement. That is actually uh, the Flores versus Napolitano agreement, or uh, I think I got the la last name wrong, but it was a former AG is my point. I'm going to explain why this is important in a minute. In a manner that would permit the secretary under present resource constraints to detain alien families together throughout the pendency of criminal proceedings for improper entry or any removal or other immigration proceedings. Here's what that's saying in layman's terms. What the Flores settlement said, there was a Ninth Circuit judge that said, okay, yeah, you can have a zero tolerance policy, but here's the deal. You cannot keep kids in detention in detention centers for more than 20 days. Let me remind you, after that 20 day mark, these kids then go to HHS, which then puts them with families, foster families, you know, things of that nature. So here's what President Trump has done, in my opinion, that is so brilliant in the 40 chess game. He said, look, I wanna keep families together. That's what Chuck Schumer, I'm gonna show you in a moment, all the Democrats have told you now ad nauseum in the mainstream media, the only thing they want is to keep the families together, right? President Trump executes this with a flick of a pen, as Chuck Schumer says. But now you've got a Ninth Circuit judge that has to make a decision. Am I going to break the law and allow President Trump to utilize this executive action and still keep all these kids in detention indefinitely with their families? Or am I going to follow the law? Because now, if, this, if it happens where kids continue to get separated, President Trump can say, hey, I did my part. Chuck Schumer said it just took the flick of a pen. I signed the executive order. It's the Ninth Circuit judge's fault. The judge is the one that overruled me and said, no, you have to separate the families. That's what's happening here. Here's the 4D chess because what can happen now with all the people saying, hey, this is about the families and keeping them together. President Trump's followed through, but now it falls within a judge's lap. We'll see what they're gonna do. And if the, the left is actually gonna be happy that President Trump is keeping families together, or as I said a moment ago, this isn't really about that. This is about no prosecution. This is about catch and release to eventually create more Democrat voters. One important thing that could be pertain, if you will, to North Dakota potentially with all this is that another part of this executive order read this. The Secretary of Defense shall take all legally available measures to provide the Secretary upon request any existing facilities available for the housing and care of alien families and shall construct such facilities if necessary and consistent with the law. Why does that matter to North Dakota? You remember, remember the story from January of 2016? There was a story released that one of the places that 
the Obama administration was looking at to house illegal immigrants, we can bring this up please, was the Grand Forks Air Force Base. So one of the places that President Trump or Secretary Mattis, the Defense Secretary, may suggest is the Grand Forks Air Force Base to house these illegal immigrants. I have reached out to Congressman Kramer's office to find out if that is possibly in the mix. I have not heard back from them up to this point, but obviously if that story breaks, we will keep you abreast on that. One last thing I want to share with you, because I mentioned just a moment ago, is the fact that you've seen uh, people on the left, you've seen the mainstream media use these kids as political pawns to drive a narrative and try to... Uh, Ultimately, what this is about is winning back the House. They see the Mueller investigation collapsing after the IG report. They're like, hey, we got to do something. So we'll use kids as political puppets and then go out there and try to uh, win back the House that way. And I want to give you a prime example of what I'm talking about. This is Representative Luis Gutierrez on the House floor earlier today. I saw Americans everywhere across this country standing up for children standing up for those that are in need, standing up for moms and dads that are being separated. Let's celebrate, too, that America sees this injustice, sees this cruelty, sees this evil, and did not remain silent. And so we will see if Representative Gutierrez, and this is the test, is he going to come out and go, hey, I'm really happy that President Trump signed this executive order. I'm super happy because he said, look, I want to keep the families together. And it's the Ninth Circuit judge's fault now that could potentially separate them. But not President Trump. He's a good guy. He's compassionate. He did the right thing. If Gutierrez does that, I will give him a bunch of credit. I don't expect that to happen from him. And that's what I mean by him bringing down a bunch of kids to use this as political theater. To me, it's just not right. I'd love to know your point of view on it. Please share your point of view with us. It's very easy to do. You can email us. You can text us. You can leave us a voicemail. Do you think I'm hitting this thing right square on the head, or am I missing something? Please let us know. We 